Dr. Martin Luther King is like, yo. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. King, those, those guys are Dr. King's wildest dream, brother. <laughs> Holy shit. These <laughs> niggas is built different. Like, oh. <laughs> who would who would be MLK's favorite wrestler ever? Favorite wrestler ever? Yeah. Oh. Uh, oh wow. Any any era. Any era. You know what, dog? I think I think he wouldn't want to admit it, but it would be Down the aisle, at a combined weight of 545 pounds, being accompanied to the pod by Mark Rob the Fuck God, they are your Tag Team Champions, B-Hyphen and Handsome Bane, the WrestleCast Power Hour. This is the episode. Welcome to the WrestleCast Power Hour. I am one third of your tag team host of the best podcast, the best wrestling podcast there is. B hyphen, aka Captain America. Okay. AKA Captain America in 2007, because I'm dead from extra life. But before I go any further, it is my duty, it is my job, it is my honor to present the next member of the Rassel cast squad handsome bane how are you tonight sir i'm uh feeling good brother um you know i could come out here and and, and bitch about uh the american education system but uh you know i'll just be screaming into the wind brother uh so i'm gonna i'm gonna do this behind the back pass to the man who needs no introduction because that's kind of his thing Yo, 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 it's your motherfucking boy, the Mark Rob, aka Sean Matt Love, aka Martin Luther Bling, aka Malcolm Flex, aka King Griffey Jr., aka Himbo Slice, aka Millsell Michelle, aka Baquan the Chef, because do you smell what the Mark is cooking? AKA Southeast Side Gun, because I skipped the Grammys 36 years straight to watch me some goddamn wrestling, aka Big Thick Dudley. AKA Mississippi the Flapjack Kid, AKA Larry July. Don't check me. Check the tapes. Check the motherfucking documentaries on wrestling that I'm blanking on the name for Bret Hart. And you tell me if the Montreal screwdriver was a work or a shoot. What the fuck is going on? Wrestling with Shadows. Woo! Wrestling with Shadows. There it is. Well, yeah. Welcome, everybody, to the Rasslecast Power Hour. Great to be here. <sighs> so, man, it's a late night. It, it is it a late feels night. Like, brother. Um, well, daylight savings, man. I think it, it, once again, it's kicking everybody in the teeth. The so. white man is messing with the clock again. <laughs> <laughs> and that's your title. <laughs> this is the last uh, year, right? This uh, is, I heard this that. It? Apparently. So. I, I've heard that. Uh, hopefully. Um, because just leave it alone, bro. 
Like I was yeah. actually like looking for the extra hour. Like that's how dry I am on sleep. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> it's like, well, all right, man. I guess the white man gave me back my hour. Yeah, uh, that worked so against me because I was in the middle of a gameathon and two o'clock. Yeah, because one o'clock hit two o'clock and it went right back to one o'clock. And out. I was like, did we just pass one o'clock again? <laughs> and like, yeah, Yo. you did. Yep. Shout out to shout out to this American hero. Hey. Fucking... $275, baby. And uh, uh, the team is. I was with raised over three grand. And nice. Yeah, a couple other nice. people in the room raised over $100. So so we did we did pretty good, man, about 3500 And I'm thinking about doing a couple other streams to see if I can get a little bit more money in before uh, December 31st. Oh, yeah. so. All right. So I was very Check is in the mail, that. brother. You know. All right. Cool, cool, cool. Check. Well, it's for not kids, in the mail, but kids. it's coming. It's coming. Hilarious. Um, Never break kayfabe, baby. Never, brother. Uh, <laughs> so, well, shit, man. We got some. Do you cares? We we do. We got some. Do you cares, brother? Uh, busy week. Busy, not like crazy, but um, I got some stuff worth mentioning. Yeah. Uh, do you care? Um, let's see. Bobby Lashley says he's going to get the hurt, uh, the hurt business back together. Do you care? Mark Rock. Now, now I need you guys to set it up for me. I need you to teach me okay. on okay. what one what, the, one what the hurt business is and two if I should care or not. Okay. Brother, whoa man. Oh, I think we got it. I got it. This is like an one. elevator pitch. Yeah. This it really is, is. Let me let me let me set this up. Let me let me set your expectations okay. very high. Go for it. I'm thinking these guys are Martin Luther King's wildest dream. Okay. Ooh, okay. These ass black men. Yes. Like, and we're talking Shelton Benjamin. Beautiful black men, too. Can't leave that out. Beautiful, dark, rich, complex. Uh, like, you know what I'm saying? Just, just dark, rich looking fucking gods. You know what I'm saying? In varying sizes. CDs One, are looking motherfuckers. Fucking, uh, <laughs> Cedric uh, uh, Alexander. Alexander. Yeah, yep. I, I just had remember. to think of it too. I, I was no going idea. through names. No, no, a no, no, ago. no, 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 no. Well, I don't want to say I can't remember Cedric Alexander. I can't remember when people have taken their uh, the last their names, first or last name taken away from mm -hmm. them by Vince McMahon. Cedric. <sighs> Cedric Alexander, right? Yes. Young up and comer, fucking nimble, great. ballerina nimble, mm -hmm. fucking graceful, can do anything Would in the air. Would love to see like, him wrestle Pentagon Junior. Bro, the nigga could match. double jump. All right, <laughs> he can. <laughs> he like, can. He like jumps up in there, and then he jumps like fucking Dante from Devil May Cry. Uh, <laughs> fucking Shelton Benjamin. You've seen Shelton Benjamin. The only thing that stopped him from getting a world title was racism. Yes, hundred <laughs> percent. The like the spirit of racism for whatever reason. This man came from a shack, brother. Like mm -hmm. they showed his old house. Google it and you, it'll. The the man flew through the glass ceiling. All right, you just blonde hair. The cream now. of the crop, brother. Where is it, man? You know, like it's clean. to the top for oh, you. Yeah. Um, and then uh, you, you have MVP, uh, their manager, their mouthpiece, brains of the outfit. Oh, and by the way, he just wins Brazilian jiu-jitsu tournaments. You know, he, he don't be he don't deal with this little wrestling shit that y'all be doing. He he's out there really breaking niggas off. You know no what I'm saying? Big deal. And then 
And then the crown jewel is none other than Bobby beat your ass Lashley. Yes, sir. <laughs> the centerpiece, Redeeming dog. Redeeming everything he did during his first run with WWE. My lord, dog. This is a... And, and like... Multi-time WWE champion. Yes. And uh, also, like, I, I watched, like, a workout that he did, and it was like... Like this nigga's jacked. You feel like you figure like he just eats weights, and he's like, <laughs> he just goes and he's like, I just go in there and see how I feel, man. And then if I, if it's gonna be a bench day, then I just bench, man. You know, like, what do we do? He's so it's like his, his whole workout is based on vibes. Then is what you're telling me. It, I think he literally said that. It was uh, gotcha. he, and then and he proceeds <laughs> to kill Sheamus in a workout. He's like, hey guys, don't worry if you can't do this. Like, if if it's like if 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 one minute is too long for you to hold this pose, remember only the elite guys can really do a minute. So, and then he gets up and does another fifteen minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So imagine uh, a stable Mark Rob. Okay. I care. Yes. I want. Them, they got to get a sister in there though. They got to get yes. a sister Ooh. in there. I mean. Yeah. Now, I now, mean... you, now you said something right now. So I care with an asterisk. I care if they bring a sister into the mix. They may. Okay. I, okay. I, I'm wondering though, are they going to also add almost? Because he's, he's a, you know, current client of MVP. He is. He totally he's, is. He's a literal giant. He's <laughs> like. I mean, this is like seven twelve. Is the group big enough uh, for two big dudes, though? Of course it yeah. is. <laughs> you can, dog. You can always use a giant. This nigga's Groot, hilarious, bro. Like, he really is. is <laughs> and he just, he just has gotten Groot. better the more he's wrestled. Honestly, he did get, he's he is getting better. He, he's really, he's really out there working his ass off. And I respect. Yeah, I him care. Him. I would. Yeah, I, I don't know what sister I get in there though. I mean, you know, there's two sisters that's on ice right now. Uh, 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 not yet. It's not the time for it's. Uh, it's okay. almost. Uh-huh. It's almost. You gotta. Yeah. The, the tension. Well, because I already. I, well, Harrell talked about it a little bit last week, but um. So right now, we 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 all care. We we care about her business. Great. Yes, hundred um, percent. Her business. Yeah. In there. So so if you'll notice on the little graphic, uh, for Survivor Series right now for War Games. Uh, they filled in uh, on uh, Bailey's team. There's a um, there's a uh, damage control, so that's three. Yep. And then they added Nikki on their side, and then there's a blank space in there. So they got one more to recruit, and then they put Bianca, Alexa, Oscar, two blank spots on the side in the graphic. Mm. Come on, brother. Oh, mm. Come on, brother! It Give it itself. to me, man. And you put Bailey and Sasha on opposite sides of the ring, bro. Put oh, it's I'm going to watch series. it live, and uh, yes, I'll shit. I'll oh, shit. Yes. <laughs> I'll shit. Oh, shit, guys. I'll I'm, shit I'm just if it. Shit. No, if that hits in Boston, and it's got to be uh, God. JoJo's not announcing anymore. Damn it. Nah. It's got to be JoJo saying Boston's very own. Oh, hook it to my veins, brother. <laughs> let me 
let me pivot back to the her business for just a second. Sure, sure, yeah. sure. And I need you to educate me on another subject also. Okay. So what is the success? What is the excitement of resurrecting stables? So I got mm. out of, I mm. just got out of wrestling when DX got resurrected. So I have no clue if that was even successful or not. Um, even when NWO, I guess, came back, I guess, quasi whatever. Yeah. So what do you guys think the success potentially of bringing the her business would actually mean? And also has there been successful stables to be resurrected? Absolutely. Um, uh-huh. I'm going to say with the her business, it with the success of the bloodline, they've really shown after years of them, not really wanting to commit to a true stable outside of the new day. And the new day has always been like the free free bird rule. There's three of them. So they were a stable, but it was always just their three-man tag team was the idea. So with the formation of Bloodline, this is the first time in years that WWE has really had a strong stable, a strong heel stable mm-hmm. that is really dominating the narrative of the whole company. And it's proving that stable still works, something that Vince had gotten away from. So to bring in another strong stable that was potentially working even before the Bloodline was formed, and had a lot of fans um, of it, especially when Lashley ended up winning the championship, and then having it taken away from us suddenly twice for no apparent reason. Like, there was, mm-hmm. and it wasn't even, like, there was storyline, like, yeah, we, we broke up and everything, but it wasn't, so, it wasn't, there was no build. It was just like, it was it like, was, yeah, we cool one those, week and next week it's like, oh, I'm mad at you. I'm a super kid. It was a very we directionless. Right. Bro, it was, yeah, like that was more of the stuff we were talking about before with trips mm-hmm. being like having a direction because this hurt business, I think like I think Vince just kind of it, I'm going to say it. I think he just put the black guys together mm-hmm. and yep. it just it worked so well that like they like MVP being the mouthpiece. um uh, Shelton and 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 uh, and and Cedric just doing like doing work in tag team. Like you can put Shelton in there with like anybody. You can put him on a team with anybody. He'll like yeah, he'll make them niggas sweet as hell. But if you're also already sweet as hell, it's like oh, that, I can make you sweeter as hell. Mm-hmm. Like you know, what I mean? so it's like he was all. You could tell like uh, Cedric Alexander was learning a lot and like that absolutely that would that's what builds future superstars surprise surprise you know because um nobody wanted them to break up no fans were like wait what so that's why i feel like there's i mean there's obviously more juice there because nobody wanted them to break up anyway we weren't tired of them they hadn't jumped the shark it was just like i think it's one of those things because vince put all the black guys together and the black guys got over really big it was just like ah, kill us let's for whatever reason because he, he kept yeah he kept breaking it up mm-hmm. and like just like having bobby lashley lose the belt without even being involved in like the match because he got some freak accident or whatever oh bobby lashley's injured in the match so he can't wrestle and defend his own title brock lesnar wins again it's like him has there and I don't know if you guys can readily get this answer. Has there I ever told been? Told gonna beat his black ass. Jesus Christ! Oh God! Has it has there ever been two black stables at the same time 
where each stable had a respective champion. No. No. No, not really. <laughs> easy. Mm. No. Easy. Easy. No. Easy. No. Um. I well. Here we go. Um. Trying to think. I know there weren't any. There weren't any women's tag titles. But if we're counting two black stables that were like right on top, um, red hot at the same time, it would be New Day and it would be Team Bad. Yeah. And they were like the brother and sister. um, They were like brother and sister frats. You know what I'm saying? Like young Sasha in there with um, Tamina and and Naomi. Naomi. Mm -hmm. And um, it was just, it was such a fun time. It was like the one thing that they couldn't fuck up because it was just like, hey guys, we're black. We're going to be using slang that you don't understand. So don't try to write for me. We're out. <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's kind of the advantage of being, that's the, that's the advantage of their ignorance really is to be like, if you say it, I'm going to sound stupid. Mm-hmm. And they were like, Oh, I guess I kind of have to defer to you. You know, like I did it in college when I worked on the show apartment six, I told them like, yeah, I should probably rewrite my script because I'm going to use <laughs> words that you guys don't know how to write the way right. I talk. Yeah. And so that's the advantage that you end up getting is because it's like, they have to believe you. I can go in there and say, whoopsie woozle. And they'd be like, black people are saying that? Nigga, how the fuck you going to tell me? You know what I'm saying? Like, they, you know, yeah. like, they got to let that rock. But that was a real fun time, um, Team Bad and New Day, because it was such unexplored territory at that point. They, mm-hmm. they, It was just like everything they were saying was working. You know they ride around on golf carts, twerking everywhere, and like it's just like fuck it, let them do their thing. Like people seem to love this. The new day were twerking, by the way, Mark Rob. Just to clarify, everybody was twerking. Oh, that's true. No, everybody was twerking. Everybody was twerking. Equal opportunity. Sasha was like riding on Big E's back and shit. I was like, Mm -hmm. the niggas are going crazy out there, and it was it was a lovely time because they had no idea what to do. It was just like it was just like some college kids from fucking grambling just having a good time like it was dope all right there it is saved by the bell wwe version pretty much the college the black college years but good because it's black people (laughs) hilarious um so to finish answering the question though mark rob the reason people get excited for stables like the reason DX was so exciting back in 2006 when they finally reunited is because they were smart and kept them apart for four years and they teased it for four years before they finally put Hunter and Sean back together. And that was the first time they'd been together since Sean retired. And that was a kind of like a novelty act too. It was though, a novelty you know I mean? act. It was, it was a feel good tour. And it, that was like, yeah, that's a big That difference. didn't end until literally Triple H got hurt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they were, they were, they were going over big everywhere. Yeah. And they, they were like leading their end in Raw. They were involved in all the major storylines. Oh and, and so it, it was a big, a, a good <laughs> time. about that. For, I know. They, I mean, I mean, shit. I was like, all right, whole... dog. Yeah, that's where I drew the line. Yeah, it was... I mean, the Spirit Squad feuds and everything. So. Oh, my God. Now, with, with NWO, the reason it got old is because WCW tried to put together, put them back together so many times before the mm-hmm. company folded. Yeah. And then when they and came to WWE, everybody was like, oh, not these niggas again, essentially. Right. <laughs> yeah. Hilarious. And also with cool stables, you always run the risk of, um, like, if you got a cool heel stable, you run the risk of them going face mm-hmm. or being forced to be babyface at some point because it's just like, all right, though. I guess that they're cheering them too much. Which was Nash's natural progression by the time 98 rolled around. So when they yeah. broke off to Wolfpack, 
then that made sense for Nash to kind of go that because Nash was already challenging Hogan a lot early in the year before the Wolfpack happened. So that was natural progression for that. But then, like you said, like Roman is so over now. Um, I mean, not to say that he's he's uh, he's don't change Roman by no means, but the natural thing would be you like Roman, you know. <laughs> I told you you'd want Roman. Like, dog, not like this, though. Dog. Yeah. Shut. Like, Sammy Jeez. is clearly a, a face in this group, but don't make the rest yeah. of them faces, man. Like, it's yeah. the, per- the balance is perfect. Don't fuck it up. So people just love to see the, nostal- the nostalgia of it, especially when it, it works again. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's why people love to see stables come back. Even if it's for one night, that's why DX is able to come back and do their their little anniversary thing a few weeks ago, and everybody pop for it. Because speaking of which, <laughs> your boy, your boy Road Dog, would you say that was is... a we should do this again sometime caliber segue right there? Sure, yes. sure. I'm not Crystal, but you know, I got I <laughs> or Cat or Mark Rob. Uh, Road Dog Jesse James. Said on his podcast, and I guess you got to say what you got to say to get listens, brother. We don't do that here. We only talk about the love of the game, and also whenever somebody uh, somebody makes a jackass of themselves Phil. by saying that Bret Hart can't wrestle, or no, he says he says he's he's, he's a, Bret Hart wasn't that great of a wrestler, and that he was a better that he uh, the road dog is a better sports entertainer than Bret Hart. Mm. I'm not mad at the second piece of that statement. I'm not necessarily mad at that because he's basically just saying, I got the crowd more hyped than Brett, which did did Road Dog have better mic skills than Brett? To be honest, probably yes. If we're talking about just a goofy ass person getting, getting cheap pops on the mic. Brett, Brett was never someone that tried to get pops on the mic. He was basically building stories, shit talking, and then that's basically it, right? But then Roda, oh, you didn't know? Like, <laughs> imagine Bret Hart saying some shit like, oh, you didn't know? Yo ass better call somebody. Just imagine Brett trying to go to those type of levels to get heat. So, okay, we'll, we'll, let's just give him the pass on that piece. But say Brett wasn't a great, great wrestler. That's just fucking funny. <laughs> that's just fucking funny. That's just petty. That's just that's I'll, straight I'll, petty. I'll tell you what it is. It's asinine, is what it is. Oh hey Brett. Uh, hey, how's oh, it going? Uh, Mark Rob, I, I heard you. You said you know. Imagine me. I would never. I don't. I, you know. I I wouldn't. That that's not my strong suit to go out there and say. Talking to humans, you, you know, you you didn't you didn't know your ass better call somebody and do it over and over again, and that be like your one trick. Uh, I get that, but I, I want you to imagine this, and I and I know that you know, I know I'm preaching to the choir right now, but uh, you know, when when Road Dog comes down off of whatever he's on, he's gonna listen to this podcast and he's gonna think he's gonna take what you said. And he's going to reverse it in his own mind. And he's going to say, could I have been a guy standing in the middle of Wembley Stadium taking Davey Boy Smith to the, the greatest match of his career? Who was on crack? Well, he was, he on, was crack. on crack. He was on crack. 
No, he'd he'd be the guy who's also doing some crack at that time. <laughs> he'd uh, been in there with right in there with Jimmy. He'd have been Davey, right in yo. there with Davy. He'd have been right in there with Davy. Uh you imagine uh seeing seeing the Montreal screw job with uh Road Dog on the ground and like caring, giving one fuck about that. Oh shit. Do you, can you imagine? He had fans, Brent. What the hell? He didn't. No, no, he didn't. No, he yeah. didn't. He had, he had some guys who wanted who wanted him to come out and sing "Let's Go Out to the Kitchen," and then get the hell out of the way. Did you? What one oh. move? Give me one move you cared about that 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 the road dog. When did. he when he did this little shuffle the little, thing, right? the, that when he and did the little like, thing like he had. Yeah, yeah, when he when he shook it, he shook when his he was knees like and he jiving. had You like yeah. shucking and jiving? When he wore the fake braids with the weed yeah when he was misappropriating black culture by braiding his hair and chucking and jiving and being anyway man he was a big 420 advocate in 1998 anyway man so was i you know i smoked joints too you know it doesn't i didn't make it my personality you smoke marijuana no i sure did i sure did yeah i was in canada you guys got the fire bud but anyway, yeah. we're not going to talk about recreational drug use in anyway. this podcast. So you can you can go ahead and go, Brett. So yeah, I'm I'm out. Just you know, come thank, on. Thank thank you, Brett. Always glad hey, to you see guys you. have a good show, man. Oh, you, we always do, Brett. We always now do. now we had to kick Brett out because I'm going to read the road dog quote. I don't think Brett will be able to handle this, but I I want I, we got to get Eric's reaction to this quote, the whole quote, because I actually think. When we have the context of what he said, I think he has some points to make. So Good. here's what Road Dog said. Do it, I dare you. For me personally, and that's all you're gonna get from me is ever because that's all I got. This is my only reference point. I never saw what the big deal was with Brett as a performer. I never understood it. He was a great worker, and I thought about saying good, but he was a great worker. Oh, okay. <laughs> he worked be- he worked better than me, tenfold. Worked circles around me. Don't ever think I've ever told anybody I was a good wrestler because I haven't. But if you listen to my podcast, you know that's true. I don't think I was a good wrestler. I don't think Brett was a great wrestler. I think I was a better sports entertainer than Brett was. And I think that's where the money is. So was Road Dog a better s- s- entertainer? Then Brett, I mean, for thirty seconds maybe. That and that's that's the kind of the rub. So you know what I mean? Like it's like it's not enough of a sample to be like, yo, yeah. like it's not like Road Dog had think like a lot. IC title runs or anything like that. Well, and I mean, who shivs get? But like people, <laughs> you know, I, I I get it. I don't know. It's just like. It's just like the guy. It'd be like the usher saying, "Like I did a better job than." Than the guy, Steven Spielberg. Busy, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Steven Spielberg. I did a better job sweeping this floor than he did directing that movie. I swept the fuck out of this floor. Like it's like, bro, you, it's like, and you gotta somebody gotta sweep the floor. Like I'm in no way disparaging floor sweeping yeah. at all. Shout out to anybody who sweeps floors, cleans toilets, puts fucking whatever where you make the world go round. Absolutely. But like, 
you did your thing and somebody else did theirs. So I don't think they're actually comparable, dog. Like to for that nigga to like come out his mouth and be like, yo, put me and Bret Hart in the same sentence. Cause it's like, why would you? Because it's apples and oranges at that point. Yeah, the only thing notable of Road Dog's career was the the DX tag champ run. Mm-hmm. That was it was fun. It was and, that, and, and that's the thing, like you know, you a need good, wrestlers who were part fun. of the show. Yeah. Yeah. You need wrestlers who are fun, who when they're on camera, you you're entertained by them. But the thing about it is when they're off camera, you don't spend a second thinking about them. Mm-hmm. That's what the road dog was. Right. And and Brad Hart. <laughs> I, I say dig dig diggity dog and then be like, oh shit, that was road dog. Yeah, like, yeah exactly. <laughs> and, and, and Bret Hart while he did not have the entertainment level on the mic skills, he resonated so deeply with wrestling fans mm-hmm. and he didn't need to be shucking and jiving, mm-hmm. doing the Tootsie Roll before he did a weak-ass knee and, job. And bro, and that's fine if you're going to do the Tootsie Roll. Just shut the fuck up about right. the guy up there fucking directing the orchestra, my nigga. Like, what are you talking about? Um, <laughs> Yeah, that and this, you know, I mean... <laughs> If I need to take you on a world tour of shit that like places that Brett's gone that he doesn't speak the language, but when he gets in the ring, people are fucking crying. Mm-hmm. Like that's yeah. crazy, bro. Like what do we? Anyway, it, yeah, and then wrestling the shadows, wrestling shadows. He was in uh like India or some shit. Yeah. Like literally, like, right? Like, people literally. are like heat man, heat man. Like people are going crazy yes. when he yes. comes out there. So like when people didn't understand why, and we're gonna get into this later anyway. But when people didn't understand like why he was such a mark for himself or whatever, it was like when he's talking about like I kind of need to be remain a hero in some way because he's thinking about you know yeah when I go to Ohio and get booed. Fuck Ohio. Those guys. Right. Fuck Ohio. But like, dog, when we go back across the pond and them little fucking uh, Indian kids are over there like, nah, they got to boo me. And it's like, yeah, dude, like maybe, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? But it was just like, but they worked it out. He found a way to work it out to where he could go anywhere else and still get over, you know, get the baby face going on. And one last note about Road Dog. Uh, Let's not forget that if uh, Sean hadn't hurt his back, then Triple H would still have been doing the intro for DX with Sean and therefore opening up the lane for Road Dog and uh, Badass Billy Gunn to do that and little... And things happen in this business that open up doors, bro. Right, man. So, so one injury to Sean is why he got to be in that spot saying the DX catchphrase every week because yeah, Triple H was not saying it without Sean, and he not he never did without Sean. So... Very true. Just Very saying. True. Yo, 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 it's your boy, the Mark Rob, a.k.a. Sean Matt Love, talking to you about We Should Do This Again Sometime, the podcast where we talk film, pop culture, and everything in between. We Should Do This Again Sometime. We're Kat Chinetti. This is the real through the lens of a new and bold generation. And where I, the Mark Rob, co-host and producer, guides you through a crazy journey of time, sound, and space. We Should Do This Again Sometime, where we talk love, death, sex, we talk talking heads, Johnny Castle being the goat, and we'll be shoot flamethrowers. How cool is that? We should do this again sometime. Check us wherever you listen to your podcast. Rate, review, give us five stars. And if you love us, tell a friend to tell a friend. Love you. Bye. Bitch, I'm telling you the truth. Who would be MLK's favorite wrestler ever?
favorite wrestler ever. Yeah. Oh. Uh, oh wow. Any any era. Any era. You know what, dog? I think. I think he wouldn't want to admit it, but it would be Nation Farouk. <laughs> it would be Nation Farouk, dog. It would just be. It's like somebody put all my frustration into one even bigger black man. It's like onslaught. Like, you know what yeah. Like, yeah. It's like that uh, Charles Xavier lost his shit and became and, and unleashed onslaught on everybody. That is what would happen if Dr. King could do the same thing. We would get Farouk from the nation. I like that answer. That nigga used to beat niggas ass. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Hey, Kellen, who would be in okay for the wrestler? What's your pick? Um, hmm. Are we recording? Yeah, I'm recording everything. Yeah. Okay, great. Fantastic. Um, MLK's favorite wrestler. I think he would really like Hall of Pain Mark Henry. I think he, Ooh, he would really like that. That would run. be even better. Yeah. I changed my <laughs> answer, brother. <laughs> that, again, a, a, a black man who literally was crushing any white man put in front of him. I'll have what he's having, dog. That's it. Beating the top faces in the company, yeah. even though it was for the World Heavyweight Championship. I mean, if he hadn't got no, hurt during it, that run. No, nah, I, I honestly feel like that. You think like, it was he had the that, same when level he had, that run? When he had it, Hall of Pain run, yeah. bro, that was it was on par. I gave a fuck about the heavyweight title. Nah, okay, okay. I was I was in. Yeah, because he he won it at uh, SummerSlam 2011. I want to say is uh is when he uh first won. My heart so. don't pump no Kool Aid. I felt seen, brother. <laughs> that is, he shouted, "My heart don't pump no Kool Aid." Niggas took see. notice. Mark he Henry tonight. He was, man. It wasn't no joke. It was not any joke. With 3 6 Mafia on his shit, bro. Mm-hmm. Somebody gonna get, gonna get their ass, ass kicked. Somebody <laughs> gonna get their wig split. Mm-hmm. So good. Nah, how, asses. how much would MLK hate Shawn Michaels? Ooh. Ooh, buddy. Um. Well, it depends if if Mark... I can't hate nobody, but mm, that mm, motherfucker Sean that Michaels. motherfucker Sean Michaels gets on my goddamn nerves. Can't believe he screwed over Brett, and I'm still mad. Twenty five years later, is WWE mm. selling merch for that? I think I saw something about a screw job. I think they're selling screw job. No merch. fucking shot, oh brother. Man, the day the day Brett says that the screw job was a work, I'll I'll hang it up, brother. I'll, I'll hang up my boots. <laughs> I'm done. Is this the end? That's the weakness to my fandom right there, bro. WWE <laughs> is selling hoodies. They are no selling hoodies shot. featuring fe- they are featuring the Survivor Series cover uh of Brett and Sean from November 9th, nineteen ninety seven. Holy uh, shit, we're recording on the screw job anniversary. Shit. Is that is that uh is that really propagating the um, the actual screw job by just that? How's the Brett built? Brett built. I don't know, like 
that image of it, whatever, you know, it, I mean, I really feel like if anybody changed it, then like wrestling would be shitty or it'd be like, I don't know. It, it would, it, it needed to happen. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it, it, like shit like that just don't happen. That's like just something that was just faded one way or the other. All the, you know, everybody was in the right place to be whatever bad guy or good guy they were supposed to be. And it was, um, I mean, fuck it. It was, it, it kind of was dope. <laughs> like when you really think of it, like dog, they did what? And it, then just, it was pretty revolutionary, you know, man. Hey, fuck it, man. Huh? I don't know. I, so I recently watched the wrestling with shadows doc. Mm-hmm. And I do think that it is interesting that they happen to be recording the last year of his WWF run, and then it happens to culminate in the screw job. Yeah, and we happen to get vaccine footage. So, well, yeah, uh, definitely. Um, that had like, you know, I had always considered that. Like, oh, oh, this nigga had it on tape. Like, that's what I like when I first saw it. I was like, the fuck. But right, like, yeah. yeah, I mean, it very well could be the greatest work of all time, um, which, would, you know, I guess I would rock one way or the other. But still, it's like super impressive that it was like, you know, it managed to go this long without being busted. And um, like whatever the plan was from that, like, yo, these niggas were brilliant bro like you know what I'm it was like yeah. they, these niggas pulled off the coup of the century Obviously. like literally if that's if if that's the case because yeah it just ended up being you know the big bang for a lot of shit yeah i think i think the i don't know the last time you guys saw the doc but i think it is worth revisiting because it really is a snapshot of american nihilism in the mm-hmm. mid and late 90s is a snapshot of really this traditional viewpoint of wrestling versus the contemporary times. Mm-hmm. Um, and the funny thing is, like, there really is a line that everyone should kind of ask is, is Brett too self-righteous? I do think that he obviously, him and his family lineage is so embedded in the culture of wrestling that I just think it was really impossible for him to understand the business pivoting from wrestling not actually mattering to the spectacle of being a pop culture entity mattering more than the actual skill of wrestling. Like, and it's so it's so funny that Brett is such a traditionalist, yet he bucks when he's supposed to drop the title. And it's like, well, you literally know that every person who has their last match, they always lose. Mm-hmm. And you can't go from company to company holding titles. Right. And, and so you should, and the whole, his whole thing, his whole thing was, I can't lose in Canada. I can't lose in Canada. Well, yes, you can. You can lose anywhere on planet earth. So, you know, it's up to you how graceful you hold it. And <coughs> I just, I just think that, well, it, it was not only that. I don't think it was I can't lose. The, it wasn't just I can't lose in Canada. It's I can't lose in Canada to Sean. Because it's, of, bo- it's both. It's actually you know really I mean? both. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, I can't lose it to, to I can't lose it here to him because he's an asshat who wouldn't do the same for me. Like that's part of the business as well. And that's from you know, as far as his point of view, whether or not I agree, um, I think that he is also with so much of their back and forth was just kind of just pushed to be like, you know what? Fuck that guy. It's wrong to do. It's it's you know what I'm saying like yep. Me as a traditionalist in the business, like wrestling Kennedy, um, Kennedy, you know, right? Um, <laughs> not that one, but um, you know, for him to, <laughs> to, it was like, yes, I. But you guys are like kind of tainting the ritual by making me drop it to a shithead when you know, um, you know, he he, he he's not. He's not Iron Sheik. He's not Bob Backlund. You know, he's like, no, Brett, he's not. You know, he just happens to kind of fucking suck, but he's the next guy. You know, and it's just like, you fucking do it and you go, you make your millions over in WCW. What do you care? Yeah. And I think the funny thing is he had his, his like outro to the WWE was basically the heartbreak kid. And then also Austin's meteoric rise and i think he would have loved to have dropped it to stone cold but it wasn't that time I actually I, I think if you rewatch it i think you may have some real questions about that because i think and maybe this is a part of the editing that's maybe a little bit on a negative side but he is pretty judgmental of Austin's rise. Now he's not judgmental of Steve Austin the person, no. yeah. but he but he is really he's ju- about the fan reaction about yeah he, what yeah 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 that for really sure. With him. Yeah. And so I I, leg- I actually don't think that I don't I don't think that he would have like dropping it to Austin. I think, that's I think he would have been I think he would have been upset. Um, I, I think he, if if it was like Austin or Sean. And, and and then also because of that, because they those two wrestlers basically at that time eclipsed them in popularity, mm-hmm. or at least in the WWF pushing them to be the one and two guys. Mm-hmm. I think that has a part a part to do with it also, because Brett is kind of in this period of I need to renegotiate my contract. I had an offer for Vince to be here, you know, forever. Then that offer was rescinded. And so now mm-hmm. I'm kind of like, well, I just got reneged on a promise to be with a company that I love. I was I was a part of forever. Yeah. Right. So I, I think it's a I think it's a good rewatch in twenty twenty two. And that and then you take into consideration like the matches with Hakushi, the matches with um uh Dr. Isaac Yankum. The whole like the all that being an offshoot of like the Lawler feud, mm-hmm. um, the the fucking uh Caesar's Caesar's Palace screw job with uh, Yoko and and Hogan, um, you know he, he had like it was kind of building up and he had kind of I, like that Hogan shit was messed up, bro. Like yeah, it was, and um the whole thank you brother i'm gonna it, it, but that's you know that's a that's also a terry thing but um man's supposed to be retired right but it's like okay you got a tag team match and you're leaving wrestlemania the champion mm-hmm. like what um anyway 
yeah, I'm sure he had started to feel slighted. And then that, yeah, that, that we're going to sign you forever. And then like forever, ever, forever, ever. Like, it's like, bro, come on. All right, I got a fun one for us. It's not a do you care, but because of course we care. I got a uh this this week in uh Rasslecast history. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. And I don't know if I'm always gonna have these, but this popped up on my feed. Okay. Uh on this date we talked WWE cuts. This is last year. Uh the Ring of Honor shut down. Oh no. <laughs> the Ring of Honor shut down. Mm-hmm. It's a sad day. And uh, and we 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 introduce some folks to waves and curls. <laughs> oh, they go waves and curls came. Up. Oh, I think they God. were here last week. I think they were like in Brockton last week, and I just couldn't get to them, bro. Like, oh damn! All the way. Oh, go, I'm go ahead, waves, waves and, curls. and curls. I'm gonna go see waves and curls next time they come. Oh to town, my man. God! I'm definitely said. going to see Keep waves and curls when they come to checks, town. Waves and curls. Oh, when I, waves and curls. Nigga. When I first learned of. When I first learned of Waves and Curls last year, I felt like a 63-year-old black man learning to look up off for the first time. Right. Like, you know, oh, what no. they call this? Mm? <laughs> Hippity hop music? Oh, no. I don't like it. Oh, come on, Russell. Mm, I don't know. What do you listen to, Russell? Oh, you know. Old wrestling music. <laughs> old I was going to say wrestling intros. <laughs> old wrestling intros, man. Mm-hmm. I got, got the same playlist as the fabulous Freebirds, man. You just gotta load it up in the A track, don't you? Do you still have know. WWF Volume One on CD? WWF. Most of that was just kind of like the 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 booze that would come down and the cheers for the baby faces. That was them. You could you could tell who was coming down the aisle back in those days by just how they would boo. Like when I would come down the aisle. They would yell, nigga, 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 like that. See, that's, that's terrible. How you knew. That was my theme song. Oh, white people yeah. chanting the N-word at you? Oh, wow. That was it. That's how you knew I was in town. Oh, Apparently, I was the heel. Oh. I didn't know. I didn't do nothing to nobody. I mean, we, we never, never knew. knew. <laughs> I didn't do that. My skin is my sin, I guess. I don't know. I didn't. Sure. I, you know, I, I said, well, I guess, you know. So I started doing things like drinking from their water fountains and, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> using their bathrooms and all that. Using their bathrooms. Ooh, we that used to get some heat. I tell you, went mm-hmm. on there and I'd put my, I'd, 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 I'd take off my shoe and walk on their grass, you see there. Oh, I was pushing oh, the limits back oh. then, brother. Oh, shit. I was pushing the limits back then. But God, I was, God uh, bless you, Russell McRussell Face. Thank yeah, you for you your, know, I was, uh, your service. Thank you for your service. It was uh, me and Big Cat Ernie Ladd. Oh, they hated him, but they were scared to death. Oh, of course. Mm-hmm. They did not come nowhere near Big Cat Ernie Ladd, brother. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> smash the girls too. Well, yeah, yeah. speaking of smashing the girls, Russell McRussell face, you got mm. the exit stage right. Oh so. yeah, I'm I'm funking up the vibes. I'm sorry, I'm uh, just a little bit. Take a hot old dog? flippy. 
Meh. Oh, not Meh. old Flippy. We don't talk about old Flippy anymore. I've heard. I wasn't even here, and I know all about old Flippy, man. Oh, no, Flippy. No, no old Flippy, man. Hit me up on MySpace. <laughs> on MySpace. At. Did you design face? Did you uh, design your uh, page and put the custom HTML and all that on there, Russell? Mm-hmm. Sure did. Talk about some sure two thousand. All right, I'm out of here. I'm gonna go DDT a cop or something. All right, okay. you take care. Shout out to that. Take care, okay. Russell McRussell face. Mm-hmm. Oh yes. man, fuck the blue. Mm. Um. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, there was also do rag history month pictures with Vince McMahon wearing a do rag. <laughs> Which is always She's hilarious. Always, it's absolutely. always funny. It's oh, I just so happen to be to be celebrating wearing a do rag myself. Look, look, look at, at me. Look at there me is. putting over do rags. Guess y'all niggas have hair. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, shit, man. Let's talk. Uh, quick, quick, quick. Tag team gauntlet. So okay. it is tag team month here. It is at tag the, team uh, month. Cast power hour. Power and... hour. Um, boom. Something easy. Your two wrestlers. That you don't think teamed up at least that you wish would happen. I would take you could take them oh. from any time period, oh. whatever. Let's do that. Yeah, let's let's take them from any time period, and then you can plug them into any time period. Let's get crazy. Okay. Damn. I mean, yeah. Got it. So should we? So are we gonna draft both wrestlers or draft one wrestler? Well, we're not draft. We're not drafting. We're, not drafting. we're just saying. We're just, gauntlet. Yeah, it's we're just, just a quick, questions. super quick gauntlet kind of. Well, Kellen, since you got the light bulb first, go at it. Mr. T and R Truth. Ooh, that's black. <laughs> that's, that's black. Hilarious. Ooh, you yeah, got you got Mr. T. This is a the black ass episode out of nowhere. It really like, is. Wait a minute. <laughs> I mean, this is a black ass wrestling pod, but it's like it really it's the, is. It's the blackest. Like this is probably the blackest episode. Black y'all. Black y'all. Um, the black album. Oh, also shout out to R Truth, man. He got a tour quad, man. Um, speedy recovery and best wishes uh, to you, sir, man. man. His shit going like I don't know, man. I don't know how he's that old and just like stays together the way he exactly. does. And it's then like just his first like, major injury in a, in a while. So he probably it's about to like melt think- back together like T one thousand and shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> our truth is immortal, man. Uh, but you got our truth to bring R-Truth the funny. Mr. T, I, he can our truth can wrestle, and then Mr. T can bring the seriousness. And this is this is or eighties Mr. T, obviously. Yeah. Um, so, Damn. yeah, man. So I, this I is think... fresh off the door, uh, bouncing niggas, Mr. T. Yes, yes. <laughs> that that is who I want to see wrestle, um, wrestle together. That'd be a great tag. That's just came out of the uh, name office, changing his name legally to, to Mr. T. T. Go like, People had to call Mr. him Mr. That is a man. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, longest Hall of Fame speech in history, but he's a man, right? Yeah, fuck y'all, fuck y'all, y'all built WrestleMania off my black back. I mm-hmm. saw him here as much as I want mm-hmm. to, nigga. Amen. Without Mister T being at WrestleMania, this shit doesn't take off. Mm-hmm. So fuck y'all. I'll sit up here and talk as long as I want to. I'm glad he did. Um, let me get. Give me, it's too easy. Give me a, uh, give me Brett and Kurt Angle and put them in the eighties. Oh, 
Oh wow! <laughs> Give me oh, Brent and Kurt Angle. Put them oh, in the eighties. God, I want them beating the, the shit Canadian out of everybody. American connection. Oh my god! <laughs> I want them beating the brakes off everybody. I'm getting turned on at the thought of that. That's yeah, amazing and, stuff and right then, there. And then when they turn, brother, it, it's just, we can cancel the rest of wrestling. Get have them go at it. You know, like I mean, mm. it's still gonna be big inflated dummies back then, but man, they are gonna steal that thunder. Oh, good. Like he's not gonna, that. Hogan's not gonna want to be in the ring with either of them at that point of in time. He's like shit. Of but like, that's why Hogan always stayed ducking bread. All yeah. right. Love that for us. <laughs> so, something random that I got to thinking about. If we kind of, I'm thinking about like late. 90s Undertaker with with Psycho Sid. Mm-hmm. Just like Ministry Era? Um, Maybe like 97 take. Okay, okay. Right before. Like, yeah. I, I feel, right when he I, started showing the tattoos and stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah, like mm-hmm. yeah. Circa Hell in a Cell. Hell, I was about to say that Hell in a Cell mm-hmm. era take. Yeah, okay. You. Yeah, I, right I, after I, Hell in a Cell. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like I don't know. Obviously, I think like big tag teams with like two tall towers of dudes. I don't know, like they really work for like long term success, right. but I feel like they just would have been beating ass. It would have right. been mad squashes. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, oh, for sure. Oh my god, training. Saturday morning would have been hell. Yeah, right? a lot of <laughs> yes. easy paychecks. Those, for those them. superstar recordings, though, where they used to just beat the shit out of jobbers, mm-hmm. yeah, oh. that would have been bad. You mean uh, <laughs> exactly. what do, you talking about? Uh, deadbeat dads? Is that what we used to call them? What we call them? Nigga dads. Time? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Edible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those jobbers are like dads. Yep. They used to be, and all everybody used to be on there beating the shit out of dads on Saturday. We'd be like, "Damn, Undertaker here!" Lights go out, hey, coming mm-hmm. out like, "Dog, yo, he he fighting the nigga in a white tee and some blue shorts, <laughs> right? <laughs> Mismatched yeah. boots. How <laughs> did that nigga find himself in this situation, bro? Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. Yo, you're probably wondering Saturday, how I got here." Fighting exactly. the harbinger of death itself, dog. Like, all right, on Saturday morning, though, like, like and I hope dog, my man had some coffee so, beforehand. And yes, I know so it was taped. ridiculous. Just saying. Yeah. Oh, great one, great one. Those Spirit are all great answers. Good job, right. guys. Uh, that. Well, oh, yeah, hang on. I know we're not done. I was just saying, good job on the first. All right, all right. God. Uh. Yeah. Well, of course. Uh, best tag team title design. Mm, not the current ones. No, I don't. I don't care for the penny belts or the uh, the um. Well, we we were just talking about Road Dog and Badass. I like those. I like those tag designs in the, in the Attitude Era. I think those belts were okay. Oh, the ones with the little shapely at the top, and they come down and the dip around at the, yeah. the little wide eagle on the top. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I like that one too. Um I always equate that with uh Money Inc. and uh the Legion of Doom when they finally or when the Road Warriors finally came over and they were in the Legion of Doom. Um those belts. I can, yeah, the one that got the elongated globe and it says world on it. 
Yeah. I like those. Um I like the what I what I used to call the um the Harlem Heat WCW tag titles. Mm-hmm. I like those, those uh good. that little oval well, I mean those little round shaped with the I mean they're just like the other grid belt, but it you know, I don't know, something about those just made like I wanted I wanted those. Like mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I've always always partial and just like I'm partial to uh, the design of what became the undisputed WWE championship. I like the WWE tag team championship belts from that era too, with the uh, yeah. yeah. Um, I really like those with the red the red globe on them. Those are fire. Yeah, th- those are that's. Then my they answer. had the they had the blue ones too, right for SmackDown eventually, yes. which was like yeah, mm-hmm. those are cool. Those um. Those are those are fine. I do like the idea. I like the concept of the, of the ones they have now, but it just doesn't work. Like right. The, with the Spartans and everything like that, with the helmets, and it's like I see yeah. what y'all are going for. Y'all just didn't quite get there. Or y'all didn't. Yeah, it was just like Especially it was like so bronze. arbitrary. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was so arbitrary to where it was just like yeah, like they literally made the tag ti- tag title a, a, a bronze medal. Mm-hmm. At one yeah. point, where it was just like, mm, I, I mean, don't they're know. silver now, but still. Like but right, right now it's silver, so it's like, mm, I don't know, guys, kind of not feeling like a prestigious title here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we want like, the gold, <laughs> sucker. We want dog. Exactly. God damn it! I'm glad you said it. Uh, the um, yeah, that one. Yeah, now I kind of now I'm kind of siding with yours, bro. Uh, <laughs> You made me change answers a couple times. Well, you will, right? <laughs> Switch it. Um, yeah, that was a good one. Me, I want to say, oh, what's a? I'm gonna ask one for you to think about for a second, and I'll ask another one that's easier to answer. Okay. While you think about it, gotcha. Um, the first one is gonna be what is your favorite hot tag what is the what is the hottest tag you've ever uh that you like so this wanted? is in the history of matches in in matches right and of course you're not gonna you know get the one but like <laughs> in a in a match right whereas you know somebody's been getting their ass whooped and they trying to reach for that last they trying to reach for that tag which one like kind of like you know mm, okay. that's very specific i know um, but just try to think about it. Okay. Uh, I have an answer, but it's it's not. I have an answer. It's the answer, but it's like anyway. It, it's weird, but it works. You'll see. Um, and then favorite Survivor Series match tag, like um, traditional tag with the eliminations and whatnot. I got that one too. Um. So I'll say that while you guys think about that one. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with probably like the first, the first four and four match like that just like stuck out to me, um, and it was that it was Survivor Series '91 again. That was a big night for my wrestling fandom, but um, it was the first match. It was Ric Flair, the Mountie, the Warlord, mm. and Ted DiBiase. Was it? Maybe it wasn't it. Um, and then on the other side, it was Brett Piper. Yeah, it was Brett Piper, Virgil, and 
Bulldog. So everybody on those on each team had like legit beef with the other one. So it was like everybody had their counterpart. So it was like Piper was beefing with Flair at that point in time. Uh, the Mountie had just like shocked Bret Hart with a fucking cattle prod while he was sick or something. Um, Bulldog and Warlord had their shit going on, and 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 you know Virgil was trying to was fighting for his papers um, against <laughs> DiBiase. So <laughs> and, um, no joke. It, it, yeah, it ended in a, a well. It ended in a, everybody got everybody somehow got counted out, even though you can't be you can't be counted out unless you're the legal man. Mm-hmm. But um, apparently, you know, you can just count everybody except Ric Flair out and make him the sole survivor. So that was weird. But um, that was my favorite traditional tag. Got you. I'm 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 looking now to see because they're they're oh wait. Was this was it was that it? That damn damn that might that might be it. What year was that? Um so so it was it was Team SmackDown versus okay. Team Raw. So mm-hmm. it was only a few years ago. I'm trying to I'm trying to see what year it actually was, because Wikipedia is failing me with this jank ass ten on ten match. Um hold on. It's coming up. I'm gonna have to edit that out. Um it was it was 2018. It was okay. it was so this is everybody who was in the match. So you had both the Usos, you had the New Day, and mm-hmm. it was Biggie and Xavier Woods. You had Sanity, who had a very short run. Eric Young mm-hmm. and Killian Dane, Gallows and Anderson, the Colons mm-hmm. with Epico and Primo, or the Clones, <laughs> Kofi Kingston and Alexander <laughs> Wolf. Mm-hmm. Shut up. So versus Bobby Roode and Chad Gable, the revival, Bo Dallas and Curtis Axel, who was over big time then. What? Yeah. The Ascension and Lucha House Party. This was only a few years ago. And this match was craziness. Yeah. I remember. I'm about this to match. go watch that shit, dog. That's it's, just it like... was twenty two minutes. It was one it was the ten on ten tag team match. Dog, that just sound like you you remember like when you first got like when you first got Kazar or some shit and you looked up something, you'd be like, uh, uh, DMX featuring Nas, Method Man, mm-hmm. Lint Biscuit, Undertaker, <laughs> like, dog, all right, bro. Like, are you doing to somebody? Like, yep. It's like one of them terrible mixes. Mm-hmm. Red Man, Method Man. My favorite is the um, beautiful remix that has Tupac on it and Biggie and all them. I hate, oh, Tupac, so Biggie, Mary, and Mary Red J. Blige is Method on there too, Man, singing Ma- Can't Knock the dog. Hustle. Oh my god, I hated those guys, yeah. bro. Because that first time you download it, like, yo, this crazy, like, yep. there's no way this song exists. So you just download it. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know what made me think of that one. That's why I, I knew the no, new day the Usos were in it, so I had to, I had to go that's find ridiculous. it. Ridiculous. I guess I'll go look it up. Yeah, man, it was Survivor Did Series I just 18. Stroke that's off when AJ like, and um, and that's when Rhonda and and Becky were supposed to wrestle, but then the thing happened. Bro- okay, Becky got her nose okay. broke. That was that year. Yeah. And Seth and um, Nakamura wrestled too, and that was AJ and Brock too. So I, that was a pretty good Survivor Series. I enjoyed that one honestly. AJ and Brock was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Brock came to work. Yeah, I should have went right. If I had known the year, I would have went right, right to it because it's way easier to read. But yeah, it was 2018, and it was like the the it started off the show, and there was this era 
of tag right. teams. Like it was like from twenty, it was like from twenty thirteen up until around. Well, they had got away for so, so let's say 2013, 2016, like especially when the Shield got real big, mm-hmm. where when they didn't have anything to do with the Shield or anything yet before they became solo stars, they would take the Shield, they take the Usos, and then they would just start throwing other teams in there, and they'd have like a six man yeah. tag match, and some of those matches were the best matches on the entire card, like the whole night. There's one on like Night of Champions, like when Cena and Randy fought for the umpteenth time. And they mm-hmm. had their match. There was one at the start of their show that was incredible, and I thought it was like one of the coolest uh, sixteen tags ever met, ever watched. I think um, our boy uh, Cody and and uh, Gold Dust was in that too. Uh, the mm-hmm. Dust Brothers, as I used to call yeah, them back yeah, in the remember that. days. Right. I am um, trying to think. I, Before also, they literally I, became Dust Brothers. <laughs> I just remembered. Um, right, the Dust Brothers. Um, it was right I there. just remembered another team that they like had teased that they were going to put together, and then they just like again directionless. Uh, when they put Bray Wyatt and Roman Reigns, they tagged that one time. Yes, I remember that shit that. was dope. <laughs> like, it was really good because <laughs> he he hit the hit. Uh, I don't even remember who they wrestled, but he hit him with Sister Abigail, and then uh, dude was coming to break up the pin. Roman hit him with the spear. And then Bray did the the gun, mm-hmm. like yeah, yep. they great. Ah, oh, that shit was so good. I, was like, I haven't oh. seen it since the night that happened, so I need to find oh. that one. Yeah. That's oh, okay. A good one. They're putting Bray Wyatt and Roman Reigns together. I just wanted to see it in the ring at that point. Yep. Like, yeah, sure. I don't care what the story is. Just, mm-hmm. I just want to see them fucking. I just want to see them fuck people up. Yes, give me that. I'm down. Um, do rag history, man. <laughs> uh, I do have an answer on that hot tag. Go for it. If you guys, whenever you guys are ready. Um, yeah. it is, and it was, it was, uh, it's, it's dude love. It's, it's the intro to dude love. It's Steve <laughs> yeah. Austin's getting his ass kicked. But was it Owen and Bulldog? It was Owen and right. Davey, yeah, he yeah, gets himself, right, yeah. he gets himself in the in the tag team title match, right? I feel like it was for the titles. I, I and, think uh, I think he's supposed to get. It was he's on my WWE thirteen, so I want to say that was yeah. the match you actually had to play through. So yeah, yeah, that sounds good. And uh, they, um, you know, he was like, "Hey, you know, you gotta get your partner." And he's like, "I don't need no damn partner." He go in there and get his ass whooped, mm-hmm. and then the. I remember being so angry. <laughs> I remember being so angry, dog, because I didn't like seeing Owen lose titles. And, um, yeah, it was just like, dog, and that corny ass music, bro. That corny ass dude love music. This nigga was coming out doing that little, <laughs> the little knee dance that niggas just do this yeah. like whatever. Shout I, out y'all to know God what I'm talking Mick about, Holy man. One of the early oh entries into the Hall of Fame. It was like the the predecessor to whatever Road Dog be doing. K Rock actually put like, him in. Yeah, man. My nigga Dula came out there. It was doing the, uh, that stupid ass like dance that white like white hippies be doing when they mm-hmm. switch fucking spinning their hands fist around each other. Yeah. It's like golly, this is trash. Um, but no, it's it's the greatest hot tag of all time. Because people, I think people were like, 
what the fuck's happening right now? And then it was like, oh shit, dude love from that video. Remember? Mm-hmm. He's here now. Like, it's so right. Yeah, it's a little, little intro to that. All right. I, I got an answer for this. It w- it was the new day in Brooklyn. Like when they were on all okay. white and, and then Big E caught that hot tag, of course. Yeah. And brother. came in and, and cleaned them all out. And then they won. Mm-hmm. And then and then they and, and then of course they gyrated the and got all Dog. the raining down on them and everything. Dog. Them niggas was nah, that nigga Big E was popping them hips everywhere, yes, nigga. <laughs> Pulled those straps down, hit hit the the big ending. Mm. I think it was swinging Chef's ass kiss. everywhere. I was like, Chef's kiss. I think they could go, dog. Played New York State of Mind on the on the trombone. Oh Xavier God, did, man. Dog. What what a moment! So great. That's a great hot tag. So and that was, you know, that was that's when they like super got over. That that was the moment. That that was like okay, these guys are. I I remember going into I remember really them going into that match and I was like dog I want these niggas to win and then like <laughs> yeah yeah dog I want these niggas to win hell yeah and then they, um and I think that was like when they, did he bring out Francesca that night or the night the that next was Francesca night? that was Francesca because they played New York State of Mind and they had to edit it out of the future broadcast oh yeah oh yeah let's hear it for New mm-hmm. Day yeah yep. they did do that shit. Yes, they did. And I do believe that he did the the Final Fantasy uh, fanfare too. Mm-hmm. He he did. He did. We talked about he that. Did before that that night? I was like, "Welp, welp, we're they here. This is these guys right here. Give them that. I put all my money on these guys. You give them all the flowers, man. Let's do it. All the flowers. In for the long run. Um, hell yeah. Great answers. Great ass. Great ass. You can find B hyphen at B hyphen on Twitter and the B hyphen on Instagram. Follow Handsome Bane on Twitter and Instagram at ILA underscore POW. Mark Rob can be found on Twitter and Instagram at Joanne Madlove. Sayonara, smelly nerds. This is a hyphen podcast production. Are you not entertained?